Sunday Show 5 Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Carmen. Got the co-host, Immortal Downtown Brown. Hey, hey. <laughs> you survived the uh, weekend, Aaron. Ooh, survived. That, yeah, that's a good way Good way to call it. Um, I mean, you, you did say the sheriff was coming to town, and, and what, what did Mahomes do? I shot the sheriff. He that, let the Bills' bad coaching and bad defense put him <laughs> put him in a position to win the game. <laughs> oh, that's the funny thing. I think it's you know I think it's just turned into like America just doesn't want to see the Chiefs win, so everybody's just automatically on the Bills' side. It, it's funny. I mean, I obviously everybody watched the game. Allen played uh, played his heart out, and that's you know you can't debate that. But um, if if people say Allen had a perfect game, I'm going to say Mahomes won up them with a more perfect game. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you a, I guess I'll give you your moment since you're your team one, but I mean, how do you throw nine touchdowns and no turnovers and still go home losing? That's kind of crazy all on itself, but it is, it is, but I mean, they, yeah, Mahomes had the same amount of touchdowns in the two games as well. <laughs> and he had any converted on twice as many third downs. So I mean, if if you do think about how that how some of that time went, if if Allen threw just a few more completions and didn't take it fourth down, that time would have been different. You can't yeah. argue that. No, no, I agree. I just think I still think that's on the coaching. Thirteen seconds left. I just there's no way. There's no way yeah. you should allow that to happen. I hear, mm-hmm. I hear that argument. I, I really do. I, I do get it. I was expecting the squib, but the, at the same time, players fall on it as well. And a kicker turn doesn't take more than five seconds. And the and the Chiefs called timeout with five seconds. So, yeah. Granted, I mean, would the same events have played out? You never know. Uh, yeah. Probably not. But uh, I mean, I think it is funny though. Like. I think Mahomes is rewriting the Brady rule. I mean, you, you, you literally just can't afford to give these guys the ball of that caliber. I mean, I'll even say it with Allen, too. I mean, he, he probably could have done a similar thing, too. But these guys at this level, like, <laughs> they're, they're rewriting even the Brady rule. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's, it's kind of crazy. And I think, I, I, I mean, we went from the divisional round, a wild card round, we are like – all the games were pretty much lopsided. And then we went to this previous weekend where all the games came down to <laughs> the, the, like the wire, right? I yeah. Mean, oh, yeah. You know what's really funny, though, in the AFC? This is a playoff year without Herbert, too. I mean, you know Herbert's going to be in the playoffs in the next, you know, I mean, if not, he should have been in the playoffs this year. I mean, can you imagine the playoffs the next five to ten years with, with Mahomes, Allen, Bur- Burrow, and Herbert. I mean, we didn't and even you, have Herbert. <laughs> or, you, you Lamar, get, or Lamar. You, yeah, I was going to say, you forget Lamar Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be some exciting football coming up. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's kind of crazy. So, I mean, um, I guess we'll get into it. Uh, my only, I mean, my Jawar Chase had a good game, not a, not a blow-up game, but he had a, a good game. But I guess my biggest told you so was Josh Allen. I mean, that guy had a monster day. 
just a monster day. Um, as a captain, I think he, I think he scored me like sixty. I don't even remember how many. I think it was sixty something. So uh, that was a good captain call out for Josh Allen. So that would, that would be my only my only real one, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, on that same point, I think you know I went two weeks in a row saying you can go Allen or Mahomes. I was pretty pretty bullish with them. Just like change them in and out. They were within um, points of each other each week. I mean, Allen scored 41 points uh, this past weekend. Mahomes 43. So literally could have swapped either one of them out. I intentionally said that too, because like I'm really mad. Feel free putting either one of them in. I, you know, they they scored over 40 points. So, and then my second told you so was uh, Travis Kelsey, too. I mean, he he was you know, um, like I said, the tight end choices were limited last week. You might as well go with the top one. He scored you 24 points, and he, he's just a huge uh, playoff guy. Yeah, yeah, Kelsey's a good call. Um, he's kind of like the – I've always said it. Like, Tariq Hill is like the boomer bust guy on that team. Like, he he can have a monster day, but then he can have days where he's like, meh. But I think Kelsey, if you're looking for, like, solid every every week production, I think Kelsey's your best bet on that team um, other than Mahomes, obviously. But I mean, if you're looking for a positional player wide out or a tight end or a running back, when you're looking at the chiefs, I think that if you're looking, if you're going into a game and you need 50 points, then I would say get to kill Cause he has the ability to do that. However, if you, if you're looking for 20 points consistently, I would say go with Travis Kelsey because he is by far the more consistent of the two. So I guess we'll uh, get into it. Um, for this week, it's kind of, you know, it's really narrowed down now. We're down to four games. So what we did is we, we did one. Two, two games this time. Yeah, I'm seeing, I mean, four teams. Sorry, four two, teams. Yeah, four teams. Yep, yep. Yeah, so uh, we got one matchup where we're going all available players, and then we got two. We're going to do two captains lineups. So I guess uh, we'll just go through the, the mashup with the four four teams, and I'll kick it off with my bullish buys. Um I'm going uh, double wideouts for both my bullish buys, and I'm going to go Cooper Cup, my first one, at 8,800. I mean, what else is there to say other than he's been the best wide receiver in football all year? And of all the matchups, I think the San Francisco matchup is probably the best um, from a team at home perspective, meaning the Rams at home – uh, Garoppolo's looked a little iffy on, on plays, so there could be some like turnovers. Which so I'm going with Cup. Um, my second pick is Jamar Chase, 6700, and I mean that one's obvious. The, the Chiefs uh, still not good at stopping wide receivers. Um, their their secondary is good enough to make plays, but not good enough to shut guys down. So when we're talking fantasy. Uh, Jamar Chase, 6,700. That's almost a value play considering how, how he did the, what he did the last time he played the Chiefs. So those are my two bullish buys. All right, all right. So uh, Chase and Cup. Um, yeah, Cup, there's a lot of times I tried to I, I tried to play around with the lineup a little bit. I kept trying to get him in. I, kept, I was not satisfied with my overall lineup each time. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm interested to hear your pick sixes, which uh, I'm assuming they're a little bit lower because of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, Cup's a good guy. Um, I did end up just shying away from that game overall, like in my entire lineup, just because I think 
it's just going to have less points scored overall than the Chiefs Bengals game. Um, but yeah, I mean, I tried, I tried to look for Cup as well. And then uh, it, it's funny. I mean, Chase isn't one of my bullish buys, but um, he's in my lineup too. So uh, it, it's going to be, it's going to be. I really was satisfied with how my lineup uh, turned out. So yeah, I, I do like your picks. Um, I did shy away from Cup, even though I did try to get him in in it initially. Um, for me, uh, my bullish buys. I'm going the the dynamic duo. Okay, Hill and Kelsey in the playoffs. All right. So these guys, I mean, yeah, we are looking at two games. So um, going with the theme, you got to go with the the highest point game, get all the, get all your offensive players you can in that game. Um, and Hill and Kelsey, they're just, like I said, the dynamic duo for a reason. Um, they've overall, they've had 12,000 yards in the last five seasons. They're in second place. Can you guess who was first in that last? Have you ever, have you ever heard this stat before coming? Who's first between the duos in a five-year span? Between the duos of you mean wide receiver and uh, tight end? Any receive any receiving duo. It can be both duos. There can be both wide receivers. In the last five years or in a five-year span? In a five-year span. Oof. When you well, hear it, you'll you'll get it once you hear it. I think. Yeah, so, I, I don't. I, it can't be the Patriots because they just spread the ball around too much. So it's not it's not them. Not sure who it is. Who yeah, is it? it'll make sense when I say it. So it's the greatest greatest show on turf. So you got Tory oh, Holt. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Tory Holt and Isaac Bruce. So yeah. these guys, Hill and Kelsey are second only to those guys with like um, the other greatest offense in history. Um, but yeah, we, we talked about it. Like Hill is a season guy where like you don't, you got to really find the right week, right matchups and whatnot. I really liked him in that first um, Bengals game. Which he didn't. Um, he actually, it was actually more Kelsey that Bengals game. They went up on him three scores, and it was kind of the Bengals second half. And then they didn't even. It's funny that Bengals game. They actually had the ball for the last seven minutes of the game, so they didn't even give, um, you know, Mahomes a chance at the end of the game. Um, or, or else it obviously could have went differently. But um, the point is, is Hill and Kelsey when times are rough. Those are still the guys that Mahomes goes to. Yeah, he is great at spreading the ball around, but for big time plays, big moments. I mean, you saw it in the 13 seconds. Those are two guys, and he'll, you know, he ran for that other one uh, with less than two minutes as well. So those two guys together are lethal. And it, it, remember, we're picking from two games, um, highest, you know, going with highest, highest yards, highest points. I'm going with the Chiefs Bengals game there. More likely, you're just going with the Chiefs. Yeah, and statistics. I mean, stats show the those two in the playoffs uh, are deadly. I mean, there, yeah. there's a reason they're in the in the in the um, in the ranks of almost. You know, if they win this game, it's the third straight Super Bowl. It's because of those guys. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Not gonna argue. Um, I mean, that that's gonna be the high scoring game. Um, so, I mean, I'm not gonna argue with. The only thing I guess that scares me sometimes with Hill is he's not he he's hit or miss a lot of times. So he showed up last week big time. So who knows? <laughs> it could be Pringle this week. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, that's you can't argue with those two guys. So I'm not gonna beat you up over it. You want to go? Uh, what your pick sixes are? Yeah, or two, you want to go? You want to do super deep real quick? 
Oh yeah, sorry. Two deep one is actually each? one deep, right? My my bad. One deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our my one deep and your one deep will go two deep. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So we went yeah. one deep because there's only uh, two games. So you want to <laughs> you want to tell me who you're going with? Yeah, I went back and forth a lot on this, um, and it's. I mean, yeah, we we got four four teams to pick from. I ended up going with the Rams, thirty two hundred. I mean, it's the same theme. We actually had it right with the Buccaneers until just a whole series of events kept happening to the Rams where they actually were dominating on defense like we called. And then, yeah, fantasy-wise, they, they started losing points uh, because of all the, those crazy fumbles and stuff going on in that game. Uh, but I think we called it pretty right. I mean, they are playing well. You saw how well they played at home as well. Um, the over-under actually dropped within the last two days. So it was like 47.5. It went down to 46. Um, you know, maybe there's a little tell there in 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 uh, Vegas as well. Um, but yeah, I want Rams because they do give up plays, but they when they're in the red zone, they're actually a decent you know bend but don't break defense. So um, that same stat or theme, I'm sorry, going with uh, you know the the big time players on that defense, and you kind of want to stay away from that Chiefs Bengals game that the over is 54 and a half. So. By process of elimination, I went Rams there, but I consider going uh, 49ers as well. Yeah, um, I'll tell you what. I didn't give two thoughts to this one. It, for me, it was the Rams. I mean, Garoppolo of the four quarterbacks, would you say Garoppolo's looked the worst? Yeah. Yeah, so he's been the worst, and he's also been the most turnover prone, right? So... Uh, that's recipe A. Uh, recipe B is the Rams are at home, and recipe C is of the four teams, which offense uh, scares you the least? Right. Yeah, and that's the Niners. That's to me. That's what I'm saying. So for me, I really didn't have to think about it too much. I mean, people have been saying, "Oh, Stafford doesn't show up. Stafford doesn't show up." All Stafford's done is show up since in the playoffs. I mean, yeah. What did he throw for 366 last week? I mean, he had right. a, a great day at the office. It's kind of scary. If you, I think it was Collinsworth who was calling the game. He was, uh, I forget who it was, but he was like, could you imagine if this offense had Robert Wood still? Yeah. Right. Like that, that would be a scary offense to deal with, right? I mean, talk about three good wideouts, a tight end, a running game. I mean, Akers has come back and – that kid is running hard. Yeah. I mean, he's running he hard. Looks good. He yeah, looks good. He's really like good. in the beginning of the season shape. Like he's running like how you see him run in the first three games of the year. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't give away Darrell Henderson right now in, in our dynasty league. <laughs> like it's uh, Akers is like crushing that guy's value. But uh, yeah, so as for me, it wasn't much of a th- like it was not deep thinking. I went with who's the worst quarterback of the four? That's Garoppolo. Who's the worst offense of the four? That's the Niners. The caveat to that is Shanahan might be the best offensive coach of the yeah. four. Of the four and, coaches. and he's got and he's got McVay's uh, number. I mean, they swept him this year. I mean, they yeah. they match up really well against him, though. Here's the question, though: How often does a coach win three times in the same year? Yeah, yeah, not not very often. All so. upsets too. Yeah, so I, I, I'm, I went with the Rams D here. I kind of just thought that if there was one defense that's going to score double digits, it's probably them. So that's why I went with the Rams D. Yeah. 
All right, so uh, pick six time, and then we'll we'll get through the pick sixes, and then we can speak a little bit about the two captains' games. Um, we're gonna go highest to lowest, Aaron. Is that how we're doing it? Yeah, yeah. Let's go highest lowest. We're gonna go one and one, one and one, one and one. Yep. Let's uh, let's go let's go two two, and then we'll end with our cheapest one and one. How's that All sound? Right. <laughs> All right. So so my um, most expensive pick six. Is uh, running back Cam Akers five thousand um, against the Niners? Like I said, uh, he's looked good. He's been running very hard. He'll probably get a couple opportunities uh, to score. So uh, I, I like the value at five thousand for a starting running back. So uh, I went Cam Akers at five thousand, and then my number two at forty three hundred is your boy in Kansas City is Pringle. So Pringle's kind of come on strong of late three straight weeks in a, with double digits. He's starting to become like their second option in the red zone. I don't know if he, anyone's picked that up, but like Kelsey's the number one guy and Pringles kind of getting those looks in the red zone. I mean, cause as great as Hill is, he's more of a, I'm going to score a touchdown because I'm going to burn you. But uh, Pringles kind of been the guy that's getting some of those fade plays, some of those red zone looks. So 4,300, I went Pringle. Yeah. Yeah. I see both of those picks. I mean, to start off with acres is uh, I have them in my lineup as well. So I got 5,000 acres too. And uh, yeah, you hit it right on the, on the head. And it's funny. I say that because if he didn't literally land on his head, he would have had a couple more points last, last week where, yeah, he had that fumble. where he literally landed like on top of his head and fumbled. So felt bad for that play, but yeah, he also had, 24 attempts so over 20 rushes i mean i think sony only had two um so yeah they definitely have a lot of faith kind of goes back to like um you know the whole you know when we talked earlier in the season with reed and ch like i think the coaches i think mcveigh will take that in consideration i don't think he's gonna take rushes away from makers for that i mean yeah the end of the game fumble that was pretty that was pretty sketchy there but can't really put the one where he landed on his head on a fumble there. So I had Acres as well. I think he's very dynamic. He can. I, he's got breakaway speed too. Um, my most expensive is uh, Ceh at fifty three hundred. So he came back strong. I was actually like very hesitant, and I, as a Chiefs fan, I wanted McKinnon to get like all the reps. Um, they were very, pretty nice duo actually, um, and Ceh. Um, ran for 60 yards on only seven attempts. So he was running for eight and a half yards per carry, which is pretty cool when, you know, the whole defense is focused on Mahomes and how you're going to stop Mahomes. And you, you give it to CEH. Um, he may have a surprising game, especially second game healthy back. Um, I kind of like CEH uh, with the Chiefs at 5,300. So still, yeah, not, not super expensive um, as well. So you're two uh, CEH and Acres, right? Right. All right. So that's funny because my I, I, I like the Acres pick. Um, CEH, uh, the volume kind of scares me a little bit. Um, and I actually went with McKinnon as my other run, my other running back. So I went with uh, the other chief who was fifty one hundred. I uh, I just like McKinnon more so in the passing game. And I kind of feel like this has got all the makings of a passing game. So yeah. um, I went with, I went with McKinnon here. I mean, CH could have a good game. I just, I don't like necessarily like the volume where acres. It's pretty obvious since he's come back, 
no matter how good Sony Michelle looked, that uh, they were pretty much benching him the minute they got Acres available. So you know the volume is going to be there with Acres. Where McKinnon, you know, I'm kind of rolling the dice with him, and then Ceh, you kind of rolling the dice with. So uh, either or could have a good game. It could be one or the other. Yeah, I mean, I looked at Mixon. He Mixon may have a chance as well, but. Yeah, I mean, you said it. It really depends on that game flow and whatnot. I mean, if it's a if if it's a shootout or if the Chiefs get ahead on the Bengals, how much is is Mixon involved? Um, and then I looked at like um, um, Elijah Mitchell with the Niners. I mean, we just said we want Rams defense. I mean, that's a low scoring game. I think. I mean, we obviously could be wrong with the scoring part, but yeah, like out of the running, I have actually even considered putting McKinnon and Ch both to get all the rushing yards and all the the reps with the chiefs on it too but then I, I would really be putting all my eggs in one basket with the chiefs i didn't really want to do that so yeah i want acres and ch okay not bad so uh i guess my last one is gonna be 3400 and i'm going cj uzma i can't pronounce his last name uzma tight end, uzma. <laughs> tight, end tight end of the cincinnati Bengals. a uh, couple reasons He's another one who's been a double-digit guy over the last couple weeks. I mean, anytime you can get a starting tight end in a game that we both think is going to be a high-scoring affair, that means there'll be opportunities, right? I mean, so I think he'll get a lot of that stuff underneath um, because, let's face it, the Chiefs are going to have to worry about Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd which means that Uzuma should get a good amount of the stuff underneath. So I went with Uzuma at 3,400. Yeah. I mean, he's been a, <clears throat> he's been a, like uh it's funny. He's hovered around like the three. He, I don't think he's been over 3,500 all year, but he's had some pretty, he's had a couple breakout games where he's been like top, top three tight end too. So, I mean, he can make big plays, um, but he's a little shaky when it comes to consistency and whatnot. And you said it before, the Bengals have a lot of weapons. Um, so as good, as much as I like Uzma as a player, I, he's also one of those roll-the-dice guys, um, which I do like him, and he has shown some good games this year. I do think he's another roll-the-dice roll type of player, though. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's just my two cents over him. But, yeah, I mean, not a, not a horrible um, you know, take with him there. Especially if you don't, you know, if you don't go crap, grab Kelsey, I would say uh, another thing is uh, this is a little free piece of advice that in, in my head is stay away from Kittle this week, too. I mean, Kittle has been like almost disappeared from the receiving game from Niners. And I think when maybe we talk captains, we talk about it a little more, but I can see him chipping a lot more and staying back to block pass block. Uh, it's funny. We had a little argument about <laughs> Kittle's, uh, you know, tight ends and blocking and whatnot uh, the other night. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think they use him more for pass blocking and they've already shown it. I mean, they, they're kind of not utilizing it. They, they really depend on his blocking these days. So yeah, I mean, stay away from Kittle and then you're, you're really just a limp here. Then you're down to Higby if you don't go Kelsey and then, yeah. So, I mean, I get your process of elimination. If you don't go Kelsey, then yeah, maybe go Uzuma there. Um, my last pick six is 3,200 and I think you're going to be proud of me. I'm going to, I'm going to shift my thinking a little bit here. Um, I'm going 3,200, uh, Jawan Jennings, the guy that I talked trash about last week. 
to you. Um, he did not have a great game. But the whole reason he was brought up this year and probably was the reason why he caught your attention earlier this midseason is uh, he had his best game best game against the Rams. He scored, uh, I'm sorry, he had 94 yards, and it was kind of his breakout appearance against the Rams. And I started looking at the Rams' defense in general. Um, you know, I did talk about how they're kind of, you know, it's funny when you look at them on DraftKings and where, where they rank and whatnot. If you look at their team defense, they're the fourth worst on receptions. So they give up um, almost the most amount of pass completions, which is uh, what that means. And then they're ninth worst in, um, in yards, in total receiving yards given up too. So that's kind of a definition of Ben, but don't break. So, I mean, yeah, then you got Ramsey that can make big plays in the red zone and stuff like that. But, yeah, I mean, Jennings has had great luck against him. He was kind of his breakout game. Looking at matchups, I mean, you got, I mean, you got Debo going all around. I that actually might bring Ramsey to guard um, Ayuk at times. So yeah, I mean, I actually am going back on what I said about him is he might be a sneaky good guy this week um, to get some PPR. Yeah, I mean, what was he? Thirty two hundred. Yeah, only uh, thirty two. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't mind that pick actually for that price. I think he'll get like ten points somewhere around there. I mean, at thirty two hundred, ten points, um, can't hate it. That's, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I don't mind it at all, to be honest. So I won't beat you up this week on your pick sixes. I ended up, and the reason why I went Uzma is because I need to go cheap because I was going with Cup, Chase, and. Uh, was it Debo? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny. I, I was wondering how I could drop in, like, my lineup. I said I had – it's funny, though. I mean, I, I did go heavy on Chiefs, but I do have Chase. And just to give everybody a hint, too, I, ha I got Higgins, too. I got Higgins, Chase, Hill, and Kelsey. So that's, like, the entire receiving yards of that game is the, the strategy you, I went there. Who's your QB? Who's your QB? Oh, who do you think? Um, <laughs> Joe Burrow? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, the the – <laughs> oh, I went. Um, I mean, if um, I mean, if if Allen came to town, and he's the uh, the sheriff. Um, maybe Burrow's the deputy. <laughs> I don't know. I, the one thing I, I ended up going Stafford for my quarterback. Um, he was cheap. Uh, but uh, the one thing I like about Burrow is he's got that swagger. You know what I mean? He's the. Uh, he doesn't seem to even like the narrative of. Being the underdog, he's not like used he to. Even, it. No, he's not used to it, and I, and that's good. That 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 will serve him well. The thing, uh, they someone who was it who said it? Uh, was it Ryan Clark? He said that uh, the great thing about this Bengals team, he goes, and they're probably not ready to win just yet. He said, but what's so great about them is they're so young; they don't know any better, right? Like so, they they just going out and playing football. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And uh, right. that's kind of like, that's you know what I mean? It, it is exciting, and that's going to be a fun game. But we'll, we'll get into the uh, – Yeah, that's a good segue, actually. You want to you you start with that one since we already started talking about it? Yeah, sure, sure. So that one, that's a captain's game that's intriguing to me. And I and this my strategy this week with that game was real simple. Who's a cheap captain who can allow me to get <laughs> – everyone else in the game, right? <laughs> so I uh, I ended up landing on uh, 
Jarek McKinnon. He was 7,500. So I got McKinnon in there that allowed me to go ahead. Get, I got Mahomes. I got Burrow. I got Chase. I think I ended up with Boyd. Um, I, I, and there's just, there was no other way I was going to get all those players in unless I either went Uzma or McKinnon. Cause at the end of the day, I was trying to look at who's going to score points, but it's going to be cheap. So I went with McKinnon as my captain in that game. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of funny. You went that route. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny on our pick sixes. So I went the same way I went, but I went CH. So you went McKinnon or Classic lineup, I went CH. Captains, I did the same thing. So I went CH with my captain. Same thing. I mean, I think, I mean, yeah, I, I think um, being involved in the game, yeah, I, I think McKinnon takes away a little bit from CH and vice versa. I think they take away from each other. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a second game on return, so I'm hoping for a little bit more volume. And I, I mean, I gosh, I don't know if I can live past another week last week, but I don't think the game's going to be quite <laughs> like <laughs> that Bills game. I think it might we might return to more of a normal football game, but I mean, shoot, I don't know. I got to prepare for anything. Um, but that the reason why I say that is, yeah, I mean, you're going to get a little bit more rushing in the game on both sides of the ball. I mean, I would I would hope so, because um, at the same time, this is Burrow's first time ever playing at Arrowhead. You got to take that in consideration. Like, in yes, I know college is um, is loud. Those stadiums get very loud. But in a, in with a lot of everybody compares the two between college stadiums noise and NFL noise. Yes, like crowd is the same, but level is way different. You're not the big man on campus anymore. Like Burrow was the big man on campus. He's still playing great, high flying, but. You play in those NFL stadiums when these guys are just as fast and you got less time to throw. That's a that's a big aspect of the game there. So my point is, they may try to slow it down a little more, give it to Mixon, um, and then vice versa with the Chiefs. If I'm hoping they get up, um, then yeah, and they're going to get be handing the ball off more as well. So that's that's what I'm thinking over on that game flow. So game flow, right? Um... <clears throat> I think it's going to be a shootout. Um, I don't think that Joe Burrow is going to let Arrowhead consume him. I mean, he's just – he's had ice water in his veins since the minute he stepped into the league. Even his rookie year, uh, people forget. People forget how good he was doing until he got hurt, right? I mean, I just – there's nothing in Joe Burrow's DNA that shows me – or his makeup, right? That shows me that this is a guy who lets the noise bother him. Now I could be wrong, but I mean, by golly, he's just, he's got absolute ice water in his veins. Now, do I think the Bengals are going to win? No, I'm cheering for the Bengals. Um, and boy, would I love it if they did win, but I just think that their offensive line is too bad. And uh, the Chiefs have uh, some guys that can get after the quarterback, um, right? So game flow, I think it's going to be a shootout. I think it will be close. I definitely think that the seven points is a little bit too much. Um, the Chiefs are favored by seven. I, I, wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't feel confident betting that they cover seven just based on how their defense is played. 
Um, but I think that at the end of the day, the Chiefs will get maybe one, one timely turnover or a sack, a strip sack or something like that that's going to turn the game, and it will allow them another score in a timely fashion. So I think the Chiefs pull it out and head back to the Super Bowl. But I am cheering for the Bengals. And the one thing I will say that if I was a Chiefs fan, I would be worried about is getting into a shootout with Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and T. Higgins because they have just as many weapons <laughs> as as any team in the league. So if for some how some way the Bengals can keep Joe Burrow upright, he's more than capable of throwing for four hundred on you. So I'd like yeah. I said, I, think, I think the Chiefs win. I just I I, I don't think it's going to be quite the blowout that a lot of people are saying. Yeah, I mean, I um, I think you hit it, hit it on the head with a couple things there. Where like the crowd may not affect Burrow so much, but it's how is his offensive line and his receivers going to react? Like, right, like if he tries to call an audible or something, like are, are they going to hear him? You know, that offensive line's under a lot of pressure next week, right? For giving up so many sacks against Tennessee, do they have some false start penalties? You know, like this is the conscious decision they made in the draft by drafting chase. Like, yes, he's a great player. Same time. Their weakest link was that O line and you're seeing it right now. So will they be able to come up with a game plan um, to keep bro upright? Like you said, and I don't think arrowhead helps that. Yes. Maybe Burrow might be on phase, but Hey, do the lineman jump to the receivers run, run route, wrong routes and whatnot, you know? So it'll be interesting for sure. I mean, I think a shootout, it can happen as well. Um, but yeah, no, we'll definitely see definitely good, you know, good teams. I do like the fact that Cincinnati is there, um, you know, but yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think Arrowhead does play a huge, huge role in it. Where especially with a, a coach's, uh, you know, first year coach, first quarterback playing there. I think that's uh, you know, that's a big, you know, people people forget how how crazy it is to play at at, at Arrowhead. So, I mean, Allen. I mean, they 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 had it just last year in the AFC Championship too. So, they at least were exposed to it a little bit. So, yeah. I mean, I think that'll play a factor in the game, uh, for sure. But yeah, I mean, obviously, you know what? I mean, I always say I pick my words <laughs> wisely. But um, I mean, obviously, you know what? You know what way I I I'm hoping and think it'll go, but. Yep, probably won't say it on air. <laughs> yeah, I, I. The other thing too is like, if I'm Taylor, the one thing I would watch is like, hey, the Bills kind of had some success running the football in that game. I know it became a shootout and they threw the ball, but like, if I'm Taylor, you know, I think of the running backs that are left in the four teams. Wouldn't we agree that Joe Mixon is the best? Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? So I. And there's one way that you can settle down the stadium and settle down your offensive line because any offensive line, Mark Slurritz used to say it all the time, the best way to get your offensive line to groove is to run block. Yep. And so, I mean, that there is a little bit of that too, that if they can come out and gash the Chiefs early with running the football, it kind of settles things down a little bit. But, I agree. I mean, they, take a page out of McVay's book. I mean, McVay, uh, the Rams – strength isn't the running game per se right but 
he even he told everybody if we get over if we get 30 rushes in this game against Tampa we're going to win. I mean they had 26 so they were close cuz they just didn't want to give Brady more opportunities and more you know more more shots and whatnot. So I mean if you it's very hard to do when you see you know if you see the other team scoring or even if you're down 10 points it's it's very easy to say yeah let's keep throwing the ball. Um, but yeah, I agree. I mean, a lot of strategies need to, you got to incorporate the run game, open up the play action, stuff like that. So yeah, I agree. I mean, Mixon was a guy I to- I toyed around with in other lineups that I, I, I wanted to experiment with to get him in there, but I did it in my first, my, my first, my, my main lineup. Yeah. I think there's a crazy stat and then we'll move on to the next game, but like, uh, the Bengals are the first team in NFL history with a 4,000-yard passer, two 1,000-yard receivers, and a 1,000-yard rusher who are all 25 years or younger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> it that's is that's definitely nuts. crazy. Hey, but that's what I say. Now, all those young guys are now playing at Arrowhead, where they've never played before. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just throw that in the equation a little bit. All right, all right, so... All right, so we kind of agree, although you choose your words wisely. I think you think it's going to be a blowout. You just won't say it on the air. But, <laughs> um, um, so we'll go on to the next one, Aaron. How, what was your captain strategy for this Rams-Niners game? Captains here, uh, I mean, yeah, you want to say Cup. I mean, because he's the biggest play guy. Um, I did end up going cheaper in the value. And uh, I'm going to end up having a lot of extra money in my lineup, right? right? Like, usually I try to just try to spend all my money, like, perfectly. Sometimes on Captain's Games, you have a lot of money left over. I think there's one. So this one where Jennings – I use Jennings again with the Captain uh, because it's it's a cheap lineup for me. I'm actually going Jennings – with my captain, I'm going to get the Rams defense, and then I'm, then I'll just get the quarterbacks in there, and then the, the top player guys. So like, you got Cup, um, you can get Debo in. Um, I may not do Garoppolo, but I might do Elijah Mitchell, you know, and then I'll get Cam Anchor. So I'll, I think I'll get all the pieces of the puzzle of guys that can make plays, you know. But then still going with that theme, I don't think it's going to be super high high scoring. Um, so kind of the same theme we we usually say: try to find that cheap guy. Although I don't think it's going to be a high, high scoring game. Uh, I'm just going to try to get all the uh, playoff players in the lineup. So I did go with Jennings just so I can afford Stafford, Cup, Debo, and all them. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go and say that I went cheap too. I went Rams defense as my captain. Um, and I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to go on the record and say this is the game that will be a blowout. The Rams, the the Rams, going to win this one going away. They're going to win. The, the, Garoppolo has not looked good in any of these playoff games, and he's been fortunate that he's played against Aaron Rodgers, who was subpar at best mm-hmm. in a, in a crap weather game, right? Um, so I don't think that Garoppolo can afford to have a third straight game where he looks bad. And I think that the Rams are too talented on defense to allow to, to even allow that to happen. So I actually think the Rams win this one going away. So I only started 
Ayuk. He's the only 49er I have in my captain lineup. Oh, okay. So you're yeah, going side there, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, 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 well, if I'm right on the way that I think this game is going to go, then my captain lineup will be pretty good. So yeah. I, I, I went Rams defense. I think they get a score. I think they get a strict strip sack of interception, pick six, you name it. I think I don't think this game's close. I think yeah. the Rams go into the Super Bowl. I I struggled. I struggled. I mean, I think everything wants me to point to the Rams winning. And at the end of the day, I still think the Rams are going to win. But I I still look at I mean, we've talked about it. The Niners have gone healthier. They they have a lot of their Super Bowl player. When they won the Super Bowl two years ago, they got a lot of those guys still, right? They're healthy again. And they do have a lot of great pieces. You know, we talked about how they match up against the Rams as well. Uh, I agree. I think the Rams get a turnover. I don't think that it's going to be a turnover like a pick six or a touchdown. But, yeah, it might be a, it might be a pick. But it might not be like a, a costly pick, right? It might be like a first quarter, you know, field position pick or something like that. Is is kind of like my feeling, my gut with it. Um, but but yeah, I agree. Out of the, uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, like I said, as much as I want to say, I think the Rams have it t- hands down. It's also the closest spread for a reason. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Rams playing at home, they they have looked good. Um, but Garoppolo is a winner too. I mean, you got I got a lot of these things in the back of my head. Like, ah, can the Niners do it again? <laughs> you know, I mean, it. My I, everything's saying pointing. You know, my 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 gut is actually saying no. There's no way the Rams lose. But then when you look at some things and how how the Niners have played and how they put together wins, um, my final thought is yeah, I do think the Rams. Win, I think they're the uh, they score more points in DraftKings defense as well. Like I said, uh, they're like the bend but don't break. They might just um, hold them to field goals, maybe a few turnovers. Um, and I think they, I think they um, ink it out. But I think the the Niners will play them pretty hard. I, I think they got a lot of fight fight in them. If all those guys, I mean, they did get banged up in Green Bay. I mean, you did Bosa was limping off. I think Trent Williams, you know, his ankle is kind of going crazy. So pay attention to those reports. Hopefully they're back. I mean, yeah, if those, if Bosa and Trent Williams are, have any repercussions from last week, then yeah, I don't think, I think it would go really bad for them. But they got some of their stars playing really good. I, they actually are pretty good player for player as a whole rounded team. And like you said, um, Shanahan's coaching scheme is, is pretty deadly. Yeah, I just, I mean, it took, it took teams to play really sloppy for the Niners to stay in those games. Like, I know, and some people can say, "Oh, that part of that's the Niners," and it is. But like, let's be let's be realistic, right? If the Rams don't turn the ball over four times against Tampa, that's a rout. They're in Tampa routing them. Oh yeah. When we can all agree that Tampa's a better team than the Niners. Right? So like I, I just don't I don't see a scenario. Garoppolo's looked bad. He hasn't looked good. He ha- he's <laughs> he's looked like a guy who's like a middle of the road type of co- I just don't I don't see I don't I don't know though. He's had some pretty dark like 
we he had a, a few beautiful patch passes that like like Kittle dropped, and I think one that uh, Diebel dropped that were right in the numbers on him. Yeah, but yeah just, he's had some goofy. He's had a really costly interception that almost lost him a game against uh, what was it, Dallas, right? Yeah, did you um, see the one last week? The last week where he tried to throw it across his body across the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, when he's doing like trying to be a Superman, that's not who he is. But he is a winner. Like he does know how to manage the game, which is that that term that we use a lot. Um, and the Niners are built like that. Like you got to remember. I mean, you're a defense guy. The Niners are built to be like those those Ravens and those Giants teams that um, made it to Super Bowls. That in this day and age, everybody wants those high flying offenses to make it to the Super Bowl. But they are a, like a, a like a pest. You know, they're like a team that's just a pest that. Like the Titans. They're like the equivalent of the Titans. Oh, I agree. I agree. I just Garoppolo hasn't shown me anything that shows me he's not gonna make those bonehead plays. He's done it <laughs> he's done he's done it two straight weeks. He's just yeah. gotten away, he's gotten away with it. Right. And I think when you play the Rams and Matt Stafford and Cam Akers and Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham and Tyler Higby, I think when you play that offense, and when you play against Vaughn Miller and Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, you can't make those bonehead plays because you're gonna pay for it, right? Yeah, you, you're gonna pay for it, and that's that's where I think yes, if Garoppolo manages the game and stays with it himself, they can make it an ugly game and they could potentially win. I just don't think Garoppolo's shown me that he's not going to make a bonehead play. He's done it two weeks in a row. He's just gone away with it. Right. right I, I just right. think the Rams are not the team. <laughs> I think the Rams are not the team to go ahead and try to get away with it. If yeah. you know what I'm saying. No, no, I, I agree with you. I mean, it was looking them up. It is interesting to, to know they do give up a lot of play. Like you think that with Ramsey just in the secondary, like they don't give up like passing, but they, they do. And with Donald, <laughs> They're like the like I said, they're the fourth worst of completions and ninth worst yardage. So, but the only the, the good thing is is you can if you can be a Bemba Domerick, which I think that's the way the game goes. I think the Niners find ways to make good drives, but then unfortunately, I think it ends with field goals, which will lose in the game. That's that's what how I'm gonna call it. And a lot of that too is that bad. I, I, this is I kind of blame, and I think I said this. I alluded to this. Earlier in the year, too, I kind of blame that on the defensive scheme of the Rams because they allow Jalen Ramsey to just play one side of the field. Yeah, and yeah, he ma- he makes his own decisions. You saw that that like it took what was it? Uh, da, 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 da. It took uh, that Mike Evans play. Yeah, for him to finally say, you know, and what? he's like, oh, Screw you know what? Let me guard the best wide receiver because I'm the best corner, right? Like. It, it took him to do it. Like he had to make the decision, not the coach. So yeah, I, I agree with you. Like they need they need a coach. Like uh, <laughs> I mean, how <laughs> how many defensive coordinators out there would just be drooling to have those guys out there? <laughs> like you, you, you got yeah, you put them on you put them on. Uh, I don't know, name a defensive coordinator. You put them you shoot. You put them over with the Giants with the defensive defense they got. Like <laughs> you know, take your pick over some defensive coordinators in, in the league. What do you Belichick. think Belichick? What do you think Belichick would do with those guys? <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, it'd be it'd be scary. So yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree. I think the defensive coordinator really has no excuse this year. <laughs> like, 
I'd even yeah, I think I think him. that's why you Chiefs did somebody. that. Chiefs Chiefs fired their defense coordinator after a few years. That's why they got spats, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's why you see some of that bend don't break is because they refuse to just put Ramsey on the best weapon, like yeah, or you know what I mean? like even rotate Von Miller, like put Von Miller on the same side as Donald. Like you, do, you they do it sometimes, but like well, they, I don't that know. was. It, the smart thing they did was they put Donald to the end when they realized that offensive lineman's ankle was was garbage. Right, but shoot, it, we knew that. We said that last week. You know, it's like we called that a week ago as uh, you know on our on our podcast. It's like how are these professionals not making those calls? Yeah, I know. I Ramsey Ramsey's too talented. Like if I'm Jalen, if I'm the Niners, if I'm the Rams. I'm telling Jalen Ramsey, you follow Debo everywhere he goes. Yeah. Yeah. Like the only time you don't deal with him is when he lines up in the backfield. And if he lines up in the backfield, then you worry about Ayuk. Yep. And that's what I you going back, that's what I think will happen quite a few times, which is why I liked Jennings, because if that happens, yeah, he's gonna line up against Ayuk. That leaves Jennings. So that's that's my thinking. Yeah. The only problem is that Jalen Ramsey will play one side of the field, and if Jennings is on that side, of the <laughs> yeah. Field. yeah, then he's done. Yeah, yeah. Like Will Sherman. That sometimes <laughs> I think defensive. I think the side of it is defensive coordinators like to know that that side of the field is covered, so they can do more things on the other side of the field, like give more help, give more safety help, do you know maybe double team guys on the other side of the field. So sometimes that strategy works. Um, you know, like double the wide receiver one. If you know, like the wide receiver two has no chance against Ramsey, so like that, I see is the the opposite side of that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Put put the best on the best. By the way, do you think making it fun? You know, Vaughn Mill is a free agent after this year, right? Ooh, yeah. So it was an Odell Beckham. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Rams, <laughs> Rams salary cap's a joke. So like. I don't think they resign those guys either. Uh, have you seen two guys? I mean, those two guys are—they're earning a nice free agent uh, bump. Both those guys, like Beckham, was like, you know, Beckham was like the redheaded stepchild, so to speak. And then he goes to the Rams, and all he does is show out. All he's done is catch touchdowns and, and play like great ever since going to the Rams. Right, right. And then Miller. Uh, what was the stat now? He, I think he had, he's got five sacks in the last four games. And then something crazy about tackles for losses. Yeah. He's basically, he basically <laughs> lived in the backfield. He, he's starting to do his little shimmy again, his little shimmy dance. He's, I think it took him a while. To warm up. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, that's just scary. Aaron, I, I don't see, I don't see as good as Kyle Shanahan is. I just don't think he's got the weapons. To I agree, compete. but man, two times though. Niners beat him twice this year already. Yeah, <laughs> three times in a year—that's an awful tall task. Yeah, I agree. That's an awful tall task. But I'll tell you what—if Old Stafford shows up, the guy who throws picks in big games, then yes. But that Stafford—that Stafford—I don't think exists. <laughs> yeah. Because Cam Akers, their their ability to run the ball, like I said, settles down the quarterback. Right. You know, it may, you know how much easier it is as a quarterback when you can play action because teams have to respect your running game. 
Oh yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, I mean, I even though Acres, I mean, I think he would he have like fifty yards or something like that. He, it wasn't crazy, but like I said, McVay was still smart. I mean, even sometimes you got to just stick to the game plan, even if it's not working. Because in running the ball, I mean, it, it still just drew, you know drains that clock. I mean, I it did play into the if you knew the strength was your defense, like I've said many times, is defense and running backs go hand in hand in fantasy, but also in the in in football in general. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I guess we'll get into uh, hot takes now. You got any hot takes while we close out this segment? Woo. Uh, you know, I, I, like I said, I, I, uh, <laughs> pick, choose my words wisely. So, uh, let me try to stay <laughs> gonna, away from the, Chiefs the Rams game. game. There, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rams game, Rams game. So, uh, I think Jennings scores a touchdown and has, if there's a prop bet, take the over on receptions. I think he gets six receptions and a touchdown. Like All exactly. Right. Okay. All right. I like it. Uh, my hot take for this week is that Jamar Chase will be the number one wide receiver in fantasy this week. He's going to have 15 catches for 250 yards. <laughs> he's he's going to destroy the Chiefs. Now Oof. they may they may lose the football game, but Jam, Jamar Chase will be the number one fantasy player. My All favorite. right. All right. Coming in hot again. Coming. <laughs> it's not much of a stretch to say what's that? Eleven yards? Eleven yards more? <laughs> I'm not really reaching too bad, actually. When you look at how we did the last. It, time. it probably depends on the crew. I mean, we, I, I didn't look and see what what ref crew we got, but I mean, if they're gonna let him push uh, defenders down again to the ground and then catch the ball, then yeah, sure, I'll, I'll go with your hot oh, take. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Hey, by the way, your uh, your cornerbacks a free agent too. Ward, yeah, yep, yep, yep. He's got yeah, a he's got I, a good. I sent you that list. I sent you that list of top fifty free agents, uh, mm-hmm. and he's he's on that list. So I know he's been he's been big for us. I mean, you saw what he he literally matches up so well against Diggs. He shut Diggs down. So he's a guy that everybody forgets about. But yeah, I mean, physical guys like Chase. I mean, you saw that, like those 50-50 balls. Yeah, he kind of let Chase just, like I said, push him down to the ground. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see if they let – I mean, the Chiefs, Chiefs do like being aggressive and being very handsy. Uh, so, hopefully it's not a refs game. I, I really hope they it's like a let them play type of game. No, but, I think the Chiefs the Chiefs got a – they got a good game plan together. They're going to use uh, Ward – and they're going to use Sorensen to back him up against oh, Chase. Gosh. That to- <laughs> oh gosh! Oh yeah, that's a great play idea. Yeah, I'll I'll sign off on that one. Yeah, <laughs> I would love to see like the first time Sorensen blows a coverage and Chase like walks into the end zone. And I, I would pay good money to see your face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it does. Act- I mean, no joke. I mean, definitely, we need to see if Matthew, um, you know, beats the protocol or you know, concussion. Protocol. I mean, he, all the report says he feels great. Obviously, he's going to say that too. So, I mean, he's probably playing. I mean, that's just how it is. Come playoff time and stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, you saw it with his Matthew left the second play of that that Bills game, and then it was like all <laughs> you know, everything just went loose with Gabriel Davis show. So, um, yeah, yeah. 
Do we want to do any shameless plugs for what we're going to be talking about after the football season? Sure. What do, what do we got? What do we got in store? So I think we're going to break down dynasty football, right? I mean, for those who don't know what dynasty football is, um, it's the ultimate when it comes to fantasy football. So we're going to, we're going to break that down for people. We'll have a, a, a big dynasty segment. We'll look at college players. We're going to try to maybe get some college guests on. And then uh, I'm going to introduce what I like to call my uh, MMA minute, where I'm going to give you guys advice on uh, upcoming UFC fights and who I think you guys should start. So we got a lot coming down the pipeline once the football season's over. Um, so just keep, keep your eyes peeled. Oh yeah. Yeah. Great. I mean, great thing about dynasty. We, we definitely want to spread the word. Cause you know, a lot of people haven't like really heard about it or, or, or like what it means and whatnot. I mean, it's, if you like football, you're literally thinking football all year round. I mean, it never stops. You're, you're looking at your, your team all year long. You're looking at the, your, your, the rookies coming up in the draft. You know, all, all that stuff. So we'll, we'll definitely hit on that. And we'll probably, you know, we'll talk strategy with Dynasty. We, we got to hopefully get you guys excited over Dynasty football. But yes, like uh, if that's not your cup of tea, you know, we'll kick it off with the other sports first. I mean, we got March Madness coming up. We have, I mean, shoot, we got Masters. We got hockey. You know, we got, we got some fun stuff coming up. We got NBA, all that stuff that's still fun to talk about. Bets, you know, betting and you know, share some maybe parlay parlay of the day, you know, or something like that. Did you see, so. did you see Jason Tatum the other night? Yeah, he dropped 50, didn't he? Again, I, I mean, that guy is like, he's so talented and he's so young. Yeah. He's, I think he's he's right now, I want to say he's like three, three points away from being a league leader in scoring. Mm-hmm. Do do they go by uh, points per game average or just total points in the season? No, no points remember. points per game average. So it, I think it was, average. I think it was last I looked, it was Steph. Steph was like twenty seven point eight or something, and Tatum was like twenty four point nine or something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, Tatum has a couple more of those crazy games. He'll be right back, and he was a plus eighteen hundred. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So all that juicy, all that juicy stuff. Talking bets, you know. I know, and a lot of you know, New York just legalized it with uh, the DraftKings sportsbook as well. So I mean, hopefully, hopefully, there's some people dabbling in that stuff. And you know, my Iowa listeners out there, that's it's it's out there too. Oh, so, it's, um, it's approved in Iowa now. Yeah, it's actually been been approved. This whole who year was so. Uh, oh, okay. But you know, I mean, Iowa takes a little while to get around to stuff. So, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. you know, you know what Iowa doesn't take a while to get around to. Oh no, what's that? Uh, producing good tight ends. That's true. That's true. There you go. There. <laughs> That's the position. That's the. I used to play a game with uh, my buddies. Used to. It was kind of like fantasy football before fantasy football, I guess. Like mm-hmm. we used to, we used to pick colleges, right? So you'd say, okay, quarterback, who's your college pick for quarterback? You know, and someone would say, oh, you know, Michigan, whatever. You got Tom Brady. You know, you go through three oh, okay. guys. Yeah, and then at the end we we look at each other's teams and compare them <laughs> who had the better team. So it was kind of weird how we did that. Yeah, but. it's funny. It's funny how that stuff like 
preps you for late, you know, later when, when you do fantasy, you know, cause you look at, <laughs> you look at like lineups, like, Oh, you know, quarterbacks, like how's my matchup look this week? My quarterback against his quarterback. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> who's, who's got the upper hand. It's kind of fun to look at. Yeah. But anyways, mm-hmm. it was kind of fun. It, it kind of prepped me for that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah everyone yeah. stay tuned. Keep, keep your eyes peeled. Sunday show five podcast. We'll, we'll come up with some events, but, uh, yeah, I'm gonna send, well, we'll close it out with uh, two words, Ann Brown. Do you know what two words that is? What you got? Who day? Oh, no, 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 no. I did not like that one. <laughs> How about just one word? Just the, oh, that's no. like one word, right? <laughs> it's going to be the who day, who day, who day, who day. We're going who day. At my homes, take me home. Oh